This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nothing to me says romance like looking for condoms in Hennessy. <laughs> She's the crazy one of the season. And the I mean, drunk. He calls her naggy. His shirt's open like a Colombian drug lord. He does not like pizza. Can we talk about the big, wide, open fish mouth? He's like a walking success poster. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Bachelor Podcast. No, Christine Lee does not have a much, well, I won't say masculine voice because I don't have one, but this isn't Christine. This is Ryan filling in for Christine, who has the flu. I mean, I'm normally here, but I'm filling in for driving the ship. Right. Katie Wade is also here. Hello, Hello. Katie. You don't have the flu. I do not, thankfully. We're knocking on wood. As I put hand sanitizer yes, on. We don't want, so if you have the flu, hopefully this helps you get through it. And if it's Christine, you're listening, go back to bed. So we had the big hometowns episode. Sure did. And there's some interesting things here because when we see all these people go home, they never tell us that this is the actual order that they happened. Right. It's just ha- the order that they show us and they never reference the other ones other than just speaking in generalities about, well, I have other relationships. And so if you go back to Nick's season, the order was Raven, Rachel, Corinne, Vanessa. So the winner, if you want to call it that, <laughs> is last. Winner slash loser. Whatever. Then Rachel was Eric, Brian, Peter, Dean. Again, the winner now was second. In this episode, it was Kendall, Tia, Becca, Lauren. We know, spoiler alert, it's not going to be Tia. So it won't be the second person like it was last year. And if it follows Nick's, then that would make Lauren the winner. And ultimately, it probably means nothing. But I just, I thought that was interesting. Kick this whole thing off in sunny Los Angeles with our friend Kendall. <laughs> I was pretty I was actually pretty disappointed in all of these hometown dates. Usually they're more exciting, I think, and there was just no excitement, I think, in any of them. Yeah, it was a bit of a snooze fest. Yeah. So we go to this taxidermy warehouse room that I don't know if she owns that place or that's they just set up all of her taxidermy in this place. I think he was a little freaked out. There's so much about this that should freak out anybody because we knew that taxidermy was a thing with her. She never hit it. She was very open about it from her first interview before the show started to meeting with him. Would have been so much worse if she just hit it and then all of a sudden there was this warehouse that popped up. Oh, he would have ran right out. Are you kidding me? He would have thought that he's going to be murdered and all that. But for some reason, even though we knew it and Unless it's your thing, it's a little creepy. Seeing it that large of a scale, for some reason, (laughs) even though I knew it was there, we knew they were going there, freaked me out more. For me, seeing it being done, for both of them, I think he was trying not to get sick, actually. Like, there were just rat skin right there, just waiting to be taxidermied. That was the next thing. How is that what you choose to do as your date. I understand you want him to be part of your life and what you enjoy doing. Just visit with the stuff you've done. Do you really need to create? I don't know if creating it was the worst part or I hate saying creating it because that just sounds so gross. But Or that she had a whole scenery 
for it, <laughs> like the bride and groom. And then at if you watched at the end, like the outtakes, they had like a limo come up and they had a version of Crystal. Yeah, and they had to run, sort of run off the floor. So she clearly had spent a lot of time just creating the Paris background and the the version that was going to be Crystal. Yeah. <sighs> There's so much. Why would you think, let's play with dead rat skin? On my hometown date. On your hometown date or any date. When you're still in the running. Like, you haven't even won yet. (sighs) If you were to tell someone, hey, my first real date with someone, it's going to include rat skin creating these little things. Wouldn't that be red flag number one that maybe you're a serial killer? I think the first red flag probably would have been the human flesh comment, but... (laughs) But definitely a red flag. There's so many times where you see something this season. And, you know, it happened with Becca and the a- the other Becca, Becca M, with the age. And as soon as he found out, you sort of saw. I really thought that as soon as his hands were on the flesh of the rat, that was the turning point. <laughs> There's not going to be any more Kendall. That We're just going to go through the motions now. But somehow she survives this. I don't. And maybe survives in the wrong term, considering they're dealing with nothing but dead animals. But how? When I saw this first, because this was the first one that they showed, and there wasn't that excitement or passion in any any part of the state. And then I saw the other ones, and there still wasn't that. And then I was just like, I can't judge... The first one, if there's, if it's not in any of the other ones. Yeah. But I don't know. I thought, I mean, they teased this date as being a lot more than it actually was. When he finally goes to her house, we saw what turned out to be a very common theme, which was the fathers or father figures are not happy about this different sort of courtship. But when they arrive, the first thing I'm thinking of, instead of how the family is just not ready to embrace this process, I see the dog and I'm thinking, is that dog going to end up stuffed? For sure. Oh. Yeah. I did think about stuffing my dog, so I, sh- I guess I shouldn't say that. But I mean, you're going to do all these other random animals and not your own. <laughs> like, it's probably going to happen. So he sits down. It's a different kind of courtship. Cold shoulder, cold shoulder. But like the others, it ends up mostly being okay. Yeah, at first, the Kendall's dad said, at this time, I can't give you my blessing because, um, you know, concept of the show and and that you still have all these other girls, which was pretty much every father's response i think this whole entire episode i think the tough one for her hometown was her sister her yeah, identical twin rough. sister which two same names as kardashians but kylie and kendall but she she was the tough one i think she didn't think that he could keep her safe and protect her through throughout life and mm. all these i think deep... the bigger issue here was that kendall was giving her sister and her family, any ammunition they would need. And really, ultimately, Ari, which we saw, obviously, at the very end of the episode, by she sort of was on the Peter road. I'm not ready to be engaged right now. This isn't... But but, can't let you go. Yeah, but I don't want to let you go. And I could see myself there. And everything I see in you is something I would see in someone I'd want to get engaged to. I don't know that there's a good answer or outcome to that. Because ultimately, no matter how many times you say it, the show's going to end in some form of proposal. Yeah, she's definitely the Peter of this season. And Ari ultimately ends up, he doesn't get necessarily the answer he wants right away, so then he waits till the rose ceremony. He still didn't really get the answer that he wanted. Neither did Rachel, if you remember, and Mm -hmm. that didn't seem to matter until the very end. Yeah. So who knows how much longer Kendall will go, but even when he pulled her aside and said, I need to know, he didn't really need to know because she didn't give him a good answer. 
Yeah, she didn't answer the question or suddenly change her mind and be like, oh, no, you know what? I actually am ready to do this. Maybe we can just have like a long engagement or whatever. She pretty much still stood her ground and had the same response. Which I think is fine. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's just like the reason I thought the, the other Becca would have been perfectly fine at 21, 22, 23, however old she is. If she's ready, she's ready. If you're not ready, you're not ready. Maybe don't go on The Bachelor if you're not ready to be engaged after three months, whatever it ends up being. I mean, that's, I guess, semantics. She's even the only one who didn't say she's already falling in love. She said, I could see myself falling in love. Right. I mean, she hedged all the way across. Basically, at towards the end of the episode, she said, I just, I know I'm not ready to lose you, but I can't see myself committing to a proposal at the end of this because... In reality, that's one week or two weeks away from that moment. I don't know how much it can change in that's that time and with other girls still yeah. in the mix. And so you get a fantasy suite, which is obviously a big deal. And so I understand that. But yeah, you have maybe two weeks. Is that much going to change at this point? I mean, I guess if it's hyper, you get three months, an extra two weeks is a big deal. But for her to go on and on, and this is the same issue we talked about with Peter what's going to change yeah and it might seem like i don't know to some people a sufficient amount of time but you don't have his full attention like there's still three other or two other people that he still has to think about so he's not fully going to be there while you're trying to figure it out if you can have that long-term commitment and after all the stuff with the dead animals and whatever the rat skin and dinner they s say goodbye and then sit down right outside the front door yeah. where you can the microphones were literally picking up the family talking on the inside which i was kind of when i heard that i thought oh they're going to say something that's going to be part yeah, of the story but no too. they just had a, you know th the conversation we were talking about that sort of seemed odd they did it at each of the houses that like goodbye see you later and then we're just going to take two steps outside and sit down. <laughs> You're not even completely out of earshot. Leaves L.A., or we'll go in the order that the show goes in. We'll he, see. He leaves L.A. and goes to Wienerville, Arkansas, for our buddy Tia, who is the one that did provide a fun date. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Fitting. That they get out there and they start racing cars that he has never ridden, which has, probably has to be a short list. And even though she was scared of racing the cars, she got in and, while very slowly, managed to go around. I thought at least it showed a little initiative on her part. Yeah. I think it was a bit of a bachelorette audition hometown, I think. That's a good um, point. And I was pretty upset that we didn't see Raven. Because yeah. I really thought that she would come out and, like, give some advice or something that was the lock of the season was that raven was gonna yeah be there. and then she just i was waiting for her to pop up the whole time and then just <laughs> never happened so that was disappointing but um yeah it was a fun date it wasn't so serious and they still had fun before they had to go meet the family and so they walk in and again it's like they were all reading the same script you know they had the they had the same questions for him at, whether it was the, the father or the mother or anybody, it was basically, I think they just sat around and were talking about it, and then they got this idea of, oh, these are the things I want. You're a playboy. Yeah. You're a kissing. That was, like, that was everyone. That was yeah. the brother. You're that was her bandit. father. Like, yeah. And He'll find her, her, him on Google yeah. if something goes wrong. 
So. Well, a perfect example of this father is supposed to be this badass who's going to stand up to him and then turn into mush by the end. Other than the, I assume, half-joking, I'll find you on the Google. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was another, you know, father that said, can't really give you the blessing, but I'll give you my blessing if Tia is happy. And they made all the trailers and, you know, sneak peeks made this, all these fathers seem like they were going to be terrible and, like, so hard and n- nothing. Like, they I all think started the hardest person probably in this whole episode was, like, Lauren's mom. But, like, nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing was really huh, too really? hard. You think? Huh. Okay. Really? Huh. Thanks, Lauren's mom. Yeah, that's a whole nother issue. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but I thought Ari actually handled himself pretty well. And maybe, mm-hmm. it's, again, because he's been through this before. But that is something that I'm sure he's had to answer for since he was on the show. Everybody's saying, oh, you kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> and if you <laughs> see any of the, sh- the episodes, you realize there's something to that. <laughs> He will kiss everyone. It's not all false. Will kiss everyone and everything, sort of without warning. But he had the answer prepared to go without hesitation. Yes, I'm ready to settle down. That was me when I was younger. And that's the one thing I think, whether you've been on a reality show or not, I think we can all relate to the fact that, yeah, I did some some dumb stuff nine years ago or whenever when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not doing as much dumb stuff. I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, and by the end, Tia was able to say the three words to him, and that made him happy, but clearly not happy enough. (sighs) Another thing we've seen every time throughout the season when he's pushed someone to open up, open up, open up, and they went all in. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to need you to leave. Is that okay? But at the time, all's well. They're happy. They even did a wiener toast, which I thought was was very cool uh you know the little the little pigs in the blankets yep. and they so you wiener toast and wiener i thought well, that was a nice touch yeah. i might add that to my next dinner party <laughs> instead of glasses we're gonna, we're yeah. gonna touch wieners yeah i think that's good right yeah you agree with that <laughs> there All you right. go new it's tradition totally classy and so then he leaves wiener and he goes to minneapolis which i to didn't an apple orchard which i did not know they even had apples i did not either But let me just give everyone out there a tip. And I know this because our boss grows his own apples. We're in Connecticut. And you don't just pick them up and eat them. No. That's the one thing. Wash the apples. Yeah, I'm hoping that was just maybe they picked it. But looked like a clear shot. Yeah, you don't pick it out and just rub it on your shirt or whatever. No. Uh, You know, I don't want to sound like a... You know, nervous mom here, but no, you wash the apples. Wash the apples, uh, but it, it was cute. Eh, wasn't exciting. Yeah, it looked like looked like they caught it right at the end of apple season. So many on the ground, and that's the other thing. You don't once they're on the ground, they're basically useless. Yeah. So at first, I felt bad about them using the slingshot. It's like, oh, you're wasting apples. But then I thought, oh wait, there are hundreds <laughs> on the ground that they. Almost immediately after they're on the ground, they just you yeah. can't even eat them. So, mm-hmm. see, we're we're apple experts, of course. In case you didn't know, but it was like fine. It was there was nothing great about it. There was nothing like it seemed like it was a, okay. Yeah, it seemed like a normal date because if you pick Tia, which we know he's not, you're not gonna go and take a lap around a dirt course. 
But in this case, that yeah, you might go apple picking. Like that's mm-hmm. a pretty standard date. Thought it was fine. Yeah. I don't Fine. know if that's it was nice. Yeah, it's nice. It Thank was a you. Nice date. Which, that's like if someone calls you nice, which you know I've gotten a lot. Obviously, eh, not the best thing you want to be called, but it's not yeah, the worst. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you're so nice. Oh, great. You go along with my good personality. <laughs> and so she preps him. She says, "Uncle Gary, he's gonna be a tough nut to crack." And big guy. Big guy. He's a pastor. Took over the father figure role after her father passed away. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's obviously been through a lot himself. He's walking with a cane, sits down very gingerly to to talk with him. And he does the same thing as the other. Softens up, just melts. I, like. I think, I, I don't think he was expecting to, I don't know, like Ari as much or, I don't want to say connect. Because I don't want to say connect because. They were barely talking, and he, you know, went into tears and got into that. But it, it was very focused on Becca's father, who passed away, and he was like, he should be here having this conversation with you, not me. And it got very emotional, and then he got into the religion aspect and was like— Another great answer, by the way. Yeah, if, if Becca, you know, if she goes to church, what are you going to do? He's like— go to church with her like and that was the right answer for and for uncle gary for sure (laughs) well and that's the thing because well you know he's not going to say well screw that i'm going to sit home and watch yeah oh no i'm definitely not going yeah but it's he didn't he didn't delay he just went right into it so he knew and maybe it's because they had already had the conversation at their last one-on-one about how he's not where she is faith-wise and they had that sort of discussion about I mm-hmm. saw my friends die, which is, you know, great dinner talk. But it's the right thing to say because, yeah, you should be interested or at least be involved in what your significant other is interested in or w- what they feel is important to them. Doesn't mean you have to go all the way and say, oh, yeah, that's what you feel is what I feel. Like, this is, I'm going to adopt all of that across the board. Yeah, if he just gave an answer kind of like, oh, well, she can do whatever she wants and I'll do whatever I want, I think there would be more hesitation. Yeah. Or if on he his even part. said, oh, I will go to the church and I will be a member and it will be a part right, of yeah. our lives. And the other way, too. No, just I'm, I'll go with her and I'll support her. But we're in very. There's an honest answer. I thought so. And especially for him, who's even when he's given the right answer, it hasn't necessarily seemed like. The, the honest answer. I think that's the, the good word you picked there. Mm-hmm. The honest answer. Like, I'll go. Might not go often. Might not enjoy it, but I'll go. I'll go. And we'll feel it out. And, it, you know, it was, I thought the mother, this was interesting because he asked for the blessing. Didn't get the blessing. Beck then sits down with Becca, again, two feet out of her <laughs> front door, and says, well, I got your mother's blessing. Did you, though? Yeah. <laughs> Really? It wasn't not a blessing. But it wasn't a full-on blessing. It was not. <laughs> but she, by the end of the date, her, Becca's mom was like, oh, I really like Ari. and Still didn't and, give the blessing, though. Right? So, yeah. I sort of think you need to go the Ben route, not to bring him up, because we'll get to him in a minute with <laughs> yeah. Winter Games. But you call them. Once you know that 
this asking four different people for permission. Can yeah. we just skip that, please? Yeah. Doesn't it lose something when you're asking? Yeah, four I think different... that's just how it should be every every time. Just wait and then call for call for the blessing. Don't ask like yeah. four different. Families. Would you prefer it's in person? Absolutely. And we got that a little bit with Rachel. She not necessarily happy when it wasn't done the right way. This is not normal. So why should asking for permission be normal? Mm-hmm. You get the number. And if you're ABC, you love that because you get to, you know how, you remember how much they used that phone call? Yeah. Uh, you thought he was calling one of the girls back to bring <laughs> this her whole back. Thing. It was a, no, he was calling Lauren's parents for permission. After he, you know, kicked what's her name in the curb. That's yeah. all. Like, is yeah. this? I don't think that's that crazy, even for Bachelor World, right? You just you pick yeah, up the no. phone. That Obviously, would... it becomes a little more awkward if they say no. <laughs> yeah. In this case, they can sort of say no, and you just massage it into a yes. Yeah, I think that's one of the calls that probably they wouldn't air because <laughs> at the end, it's just supposed to be a big happy ending. Um, Which you got with, with, well, at least for the time being, with Ben and Lauren. They right. said, oh, absolutely, welcome to the family, the whole deal. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and that's obviously didn't end well. But it would make, I think, for, yeah, if it doesn't go well, you don't air it. But Yeah. I don't know. At least it's the, I don't know, right thing to do. It's, you would this think. whole situation's weird, but I find it super weird that he's in some way, shape, or form asking permission from four different families. Mm-hmm. I agree. Speaking of weird, he leaves Minnesota. And even though she's from Dallas, Texas, apparently uh, her hometown is Virginia Beach, Virginia. And I haven't used her name at this point for a reason. I'm watching the episode, and my girlfriend says, oh, who's next? (laughs) That's a good question. Gotta go. Womp. Flip through my notebook here. All right. Who's that girl? <laughs> it's Lauren. She's still on the show. I don't know how, honestly. I don't think she knows how. Well, she, she's, she's, she's sweet. She really so is. She sweet. seems like, like a good friend to have, maybe. Yep. But I, I don't, I don't understand where this connection is coming from. I know ten girls. Just like Lauren. Super nice, super sweet, not necessarily always aware of their environment. Um, I don't want to say fall in love easy, but are maybe because they are such great people, they they find love often. But there's just that something's missing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what that is with Lauren, but whatever it is, it's missing from her entire family. Entire family. Like... That her family, like that, is where she got every single thing that she is. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. But you can definitely see where she has learned her mannerisms, and I mean, and looks. Actually, yeah, very. absolutely. But wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's about. I think we could stop with Lauren. We won't, because I have a couple of things I want to get to. But we could just stop it with wow. Because that is the most, and we can talk about editing all we want. I don't care. That was the most awkward hometown family meeting I have ever seen on this show. It was extremely tense when they walked in, which he, that's what he said the first time he walked in. And then in 
their living room or front room, they sat like actually a mile away from each other. There was this huge room and they sat in one corner of the room and the family was on the other side. And just there you knew that it was there was just something not right with this hometown. Yeah, and he said with Emily when he went to meet, you know, or when she came to meet, Emily came to meet his family, like he knew. Like that, they, like they, he knew that they knew this was his woman. Like they were meant to be together. Again, they yeah. weren't. But he, the way he saw it, mm-hmm. and clearly Lauren thinks that way. But nothing there would convince anyone. Although to this point, maybe Ari did. Anyone that there was a shred of anything between the two of them. Yeah, I do have to say this poor girl. He keeps walking out of the room and says I need to step out and she's always like this is what the second or third time that this has happened just to Lauren but did you see her reaction when he did that she didn't I even did. pick up on it no so guys what do you yeah. think he just got up and walked away he looked like he's talking he can't to a breathe. producer to pat himself <laughs> down because he's sweating so much he was more nervous than the Indy 500 that is what he said. And there was probably just as many conversations happening than there were in the car. Yeah. I mean, a couple words here and there. Okay, watch on the right. Okay, you want to come in here? That was yep. how that the conversation was. was. That was the whole day. So, was how's everything been? And I really thought that going into this hometown, she was going to, I don't know, maybe feel more secure and know that you know, he is really into her and that this is more serious and there's only four girls left. And I thought maybe this hometown, she would open up a little bit and just be more present. And it just didn't happen. No. Which was disappointing. Yes. She does remind me of Danielle M. A little bit. A little bit. Because Danielle M was, she was very shy too. But then she got to, towards the end and then Paradise... And I feel like she opened up more and had a personality. <laughs> yeah, she was a little more outgoing. Maybe that's the wrong word. I don't know. She was more giving of, I don't want to say of herself. Again, it sounds weird. But I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she was she was more maybe present you use the right word she was more present she was happy she was not that lauren's unhappy this is the problem with lauren you can't <laughs> you don't know you can't pick anything about her you again other than she's nice which she was she's perfectly nice she's probably a wonderful woman just nothing there yeah like not even a little uh the only thing that we got out of this date was he sat down with the father and again the father was rough and tough but ari for a minute. For a minute. And then uh, he, he said, oh, I, I flew in uh, whatever uh, plane and told a great USO story. And Well, at first, the father was like, you flew it? <laughs> <laughs> like, you still as if to going. say, like, really, you actually flew it or you were on one? Yeah, I fly, buddy. You get... <laughs> and he was like, no, I flew it. And he was like, oh, all right. Yeah, and told a great US story about going on a USO tour, which I didn't know. And this is a rarity for Ari where he's sharing new information. And I thought that was a really, really great way to, to relate to to a guy who'd served his whole life. And uh, I think, like Ari, I mean, these people are much braver than I'll ever be. So if you ever have a chance to give back, whether it's mm-hmm. here or, or 
in Ari's case, on a USO tour. That's great. And immediately, like, he's the greatest guy ever. Yeah, he was very appreciative of it and, you know, thanked him and was like, you know, anything that people can do to not only visit them, but just show that they care um, means a whole lot to all those people that are out there. And that was definitely the icebreaker. And, I mean, good thing Ari brought that up because <laughs> if he didn't, I don't know where it would have gone. It would have gone where it went with the mother. Yeah. Who wanted nothing to do with any of this. Yeah. Oh, really? It was yeah. pretty much like, why am I here? Oh, this has been really great. Oh, really? We have this great connection. Oh, huh. It just could not have been more negative about anything positive that was said just question mark on everything she said yeah oh full-on really? skeptic huh oh wow that's that's great okay but the father gave the generic eh, i trust my daughter okay as did that you want to consider that you know can you imagine if your husband had gone to your father and said i'd like to ask permission to to marry your daughter and he said i trust my daughter yeah what does that mean, though? Thanks, Dad. So is that a yes? <laughs> yeah. So they were all awkward. And I don't know if the producers said, listen, we don't want to deal with, with a no. So if you don't feel comfortable, just say you trust your daughter. And none of them maybe, maybe. actually wanted to say yes. I think a no, honestly, though, would have been better than some of those. For sure. It makes for much better TV, that's for sure, as opposed to whatever canned answer they gave. But I think that they used... The Real Houses this this season. It seemed to be. I don't know why. It just seemed like they weren't these big, elegant... They certainly did elegant, not look, Nothing looked staged. Let's yeah, put it that way. It was very, like, homey. Yeah, I don't know if they got that from Dean's hometown where clearly that was... Yeah. And that provided a very different environment. And mm-hmm. obviously his father was a little different, but from the for what the show's used to. But it... Didn't bring out whatever it brought out in Dean's hometown, that's for sure. Because yeah. most of these were just stinkers. Yeah, you. I. but usually they either borrow someone's houses or they, like, rent out a house for a night or and stage this huge, nice, elegant house. But these were just, like, normal houses. So I feel like these were their real houses. But then they left and went back to the mansion where what was supposed to be a simple rose ceremony, once again... Turned into much more. So dramatic. So the most dramatic rose ceremony yeah. ever. They all line up, and then he's, once again, walks out. And then comes back. Just give me one second. Pause, 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 pause. Kendall, can I talk to you? And while they were away, Tia provided us with, I think, maybe a top ten Bachelor quote of all time. When she said, well, is he choosing... Between her and one of us? Hmm. I think that's how the show works. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what's going on here. So at this rose ceremony. In that respect, you're you're right. Yes. Don't know that it's the best drop in you've ever had. But good with the bad. I think what where she was trying to go with it was is she trying to choose Kendall between one of those girls? Like, if going in saying, oh, I know I want Becca and I know I want Lauren, but I don't know if I want Kendall or Tia, is it just 
in his mind, Kendall versus Tia. And I think that's where, where she was trying to go with that, but she just didn't finish the full thought. <laughs> it's one of those things, just... the, while the words are going out, you probably want to stop them, because she probably isn't going to question herself. So, because even she was saying, oh, we're the three, we're the best, we're the ones, this is what oh, yeah. makes she sense was, to me. She was, like, confident that it was those three. And I don't know if maybe she was about to say, oh, is he deciding between her and you? And realize, oh, well, I don't want to make yeah, that seem like rough. you're number three. So then she said, between one of us? Yeah. Or is he going so right that, to picking I, Kendall I'm for the winner? I don't pretty know. pretty sure that's where she was trying to go and just didn't fully get there. But he sits down with Kendall, basically pulls the, the Rachel of, I need to know. She pulls the Peter, which is, nope. Feel like I could, but I'm not there everything yet. You ha- everything we have is what I would need. You know, blah, 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 blah. And, but I'm not ready to leave yet. Yeah, I don't want to lose you, but yeah, I don't want to get engaged. One of those. And much like it did with Peter, it worked for Kendall, although I couldn't believe that he picked Lauren second. And I know it's no particular order, whatever, but the drama was gone at that point because... No, I could see why he picked Lauren second. Because Teal was the one that was doing all the talking. Yeah, okay. And was like, is it between one of us? Is it... And and I knew at that point that T was going to go home because if you were sending Kendall home, I would have hoped that he would have done it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Alone. Yeah. So and that she he just would have come back and been like, I sent Kendall home. Well, then you have a rose ceremony. You all get roses. <laughs> <laughs> Take a rose on the you way out. You get a rose. <laughs> you get a rose. Or just say there actually is no more rose ceremony. I sent Kendall home. Let's celebrate. Let's have I don't an awkward he, group hug. I don't think he would have made Kendall stand there after they just officially broke it off. So I was surprised that T went home. Not surprised that she did not take it well. No. See, I thought that she was going to be. I mean, she she was pretty upset. Don't get me wrong, but I thought it was going to be more of the anger route. Okay. That she was going. That she was going to go down, but she just went the sad, somber, what's wrong with me, what did I do, and was waiting for an explanation. He didn't really have one for her, but seemed like she kind of got closure in some way. But I thought she was going to be more like, how dare you meet my family and then do this and blah, blah, blah. Because she does seem like a firecracker like that. So I thought it was going to be more dramatic, if you will. (laughs) The most dramatic exit ever. Yes. But that wouldn't be very bachelorette-ish. Exactly. You have to handle it with class. It's true. And, you know, the sort she of, aced that test. The sort of class where you touch wieners to, you know, cheers things. Yep. So then there were three. Becca, Lauren, and Kendall. Obviously, we need to go through the very important fantasy suites. And I don't know what that's going to bear out. Hopefully not children. But... <laughs> Just on paper, this doesn't seem like much of a competition because I liked Tia. I thought Tia would be there at the end. Didn't know that she'd win, but I thought she was probably the only one left who at least could make him think, okay, maybe. But you have Lauren who God knows what's there. So maybe maybe she's the dark horse here because he clearly sees something that literally maybe. no one else sees. You've got Kendall who not only 
made him play with dead rat skin. But he isn't even sure that she wants to be engaged. Yeah. Things Kendall is sure of. I want to play with dead rat skin on my date. Things Kendall's not sure of. Whether she wants... Commitment. Yeah. (laughs) Commitment of any sort. Uh, Which is odd because you're committing to these animals forever. But whatever. That's... And then you have Becca, who seemingly checks all the boxes, to use a very popular term in some circles. Mm -hmm. She seems super nice. She's a professional. She's all in on him. She's ready to get married. There's been zero drama with her all season long. She Mm -hmm. was one of the first choices at the beginning and the end. Has coasted through. Have normal conversations. Normal conversations. Just with their normal date. They have just everything seems normal. Now, it might not be the sexiest matchup. It might not. And we need to see what happens, you know, when the cameras aren't around in the fantasy suite. But seemingly, there's nothing wrong with those two. No. Front runner. I think it's a clear and not even like a unless you want to just say, well, because Lauren has some weird spell on him that maybe (laughs) She's there, but I think it's Becca, keep going, keep going, and then pick your choice between doesn't speak and likes dead rat skin. Yeah. I don't, I mean, is there any other way you can see it? No. I And I, I actually do like Kendall. Like, oh, she's I, awesome, at, by at the beginning, way. we weren't sure because no. it was just all about taxidermy, and <laughs> we didn't see her a lot, and then she was one of those contestants that like all of a sudden she was in the final four like yeah I and, think she's but fun. i really like her and i just don't think i like her with ari yeah i think she'll go to paradise i think she'll be a lot of fun she will she'll find someone in totally paradise. find someone in paradise there's a there'll be a long list of guys who will be very excited to to hang out with her because she's she's gorgeous she's fun she's seemingly not on the cusp of commitment so that obviously a lot of guys dig that i think she'll be someone we see for a while but not yeah not not with ari and speaking of not interested in commitment so we have the we have the fantasy suites and then obviously the final rows all that uh we get to hear from the women next week yeah two nights sunday women tell all and then monday they head to peru and we find out uh what kind of ring becca gets i don't know yeah but while this has all been going on we have been treated to the bachelor winter games which if you're not watching you can uh, certainly leave us now appreciate the support at bachelor podcast on all socials hopefully christine will be be back next week uh without the flu but so bachelor winter games interesting definitely interesting um yeah (laughs) So the first, That's what I got. <laughs> the first episode starts, and they do this weird parade, and it's just not good. It, it wasn't necessary. At all. I will say, once they got to actually competing, it's been better. The second episode was 100% better than the first episode. Absolutely. By far. And I don't know whether they were just... Obviously, they want the Olympic thing, and that's why you do the parade, and you have the people from all these different shows in different countries. And the lantern. Yeah. Um, Most dramatic winter games ever. Well, yeah, I guess that is true since it's the only one. But once they – so the first episode, they sort of throw it on their head, and they turn into Survivor, where you're voting off as opposed to 
you get a rose. So everyone, yeah. So everyone's going into it saying, okay, I just need to find a person, and once we have a thing, it's not a problem. But they try to throw a wrench into it by saying, no, you get to who isn't here for the right reasons. Drink, vote them off. Yeah. I think I, no one, no one really good was kicked off. I mean, no, it was pretty much all the people that didn't talk. <laughs> I think in the first episode. <laughs> Except for Eric, we like Eric. We, Eric's awesome, but and he just I think didn't get he just, any screen time. He got and lost. I think he just knew that this just was probably not a good fit for him yeah. after he signed on to do Eric's it. Eric's another one that needs to go to paradise, and he'll crush it there. He's, yeah, he would have been a great bachelor. He'll anything they put him in, other than Winter Games, he'll be great. So I hope we see him again this summer. Yeah, Lauren G from Ari season went home. She didn't who talk. Um, and then Jamie was the other one that we knew from. A past season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that we didn't really know. And then two were international. But, yeah, the the first episode was was tough to get through. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's only, what, four episodes, right? Yes. We got two more this week and then we're done. But the second episode, like, I was actually getting into it and I was getting into the couples and I could understand, like, there was another competition. I wish there was more. Yeah, because like, the speed skating thing was awesome. Yeah. Because you have them speed skate and... You think, okay, basically it's just whoever can skate well. Big deal. Then they pick the last two, and you're thinking, oh, okay. Like, you're making the bad people skate. Yeah. Like, that's that's a good twist. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, we have a love triangle. We have some solid couples. Ashley finally has someone right now. She's only For ugly now. cried twice. And I don't know if you noticed during, I don't know if it was the vote-off or the rose ceremony, they actually had, she had a bit of a wardrobe malfunction. They had to pixelate. Um, <clears throat> I actually didn't yep. notice that. Okay. Yeah, she, her you did <laughs> cross dress, apparently it went somewhere it wasn't supposed to. So while she was just sitting on the couch, no one apparently wanted to help a girl <laughs> out and say, <clears throat> Ashley, you got a little, uh, you know, righties out. Might want to. They were probably just like, oh, it's probably just easier to fix it on screen <laughs> yeah, <so there's laughs> than to interrupt this thought. <laughs> I know, it's this very, very complicated thought. But yeah, there's a little pixelation there, so uh, oops. But yeah, she seems to actually be happy, and it doesn't involve... And it seems actually mutual. Yes, and it doesn't, so... in, doesn't involve Jared. Yep. And, and, you know, Jared's our boy, but you have to hopefully have some form of relationship without... Him yeah, sort of being, cord. yeah, cut the cord is a great way to put it. And so hopefully, fingers crossed that she she makes it to the finish line because, spoiler alert, there, or at least we think it's a spoiler alert, there will be an engagement. Yes. Whether that actually happens or not, who knows. But maybe it's Ashley. Maybe. Finally finding her Prince Charming. It could be. And then we have a love triangle that's not really a triangle anymore because one of the guys left but that was I don't know, weird with claire and christian and benoit and i thought he had a point because now he, he went overboard on it yes but it wouldn't have taken her much to say oh i'm gonna stay up here and talk with what's her name and we're gonna chill because i don't know that hey yeah let's go to the hot tub is a binding agreement contract yeah <laughs> He went a little overboard, but I could see where it would be frustrating because at that point you think, oh, maybe she's off with another guy or... Yeah, but I just don't know how she is going for Christian just because he is actually Juan Pablo. 
Like, he's the same person. I mean, Christian's better looking, but, like, not even just the accent, because obviously, like, these are international people, but the way that they were talking was a repeat of her with Juan Pablo. So, like, haven't haven't you learned Clearly already? not. Clearly not. And that's why I was like, her and Benoit could be pretty good together. Maybe and that's then, the engagement for the, the her, and, her and Juan Pablo, part two. Oh, um, yeah. So, I don't, I mean... Whatever. We'll I see. Thought, what, we'll see what happens. We have two episodes left. Right. And, and Luke finally got a chance to sort of shine after you know having the Bachelor taken away from him, and then sort of falling through the cracks of Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. He got some screen time. He's you know international he, love. International love. He showed off his shooting prowess. Uh, he's seemingly back in the running of you know top Bachelor guys. Yep. Bibiana. Is happy by the end of the second episode. Yeah, I knew she'd be fun, and she's another one I hope we see in Paradise because she will never be boring ever in anything she does. Yeah, I love her. She's a good one. I hope she's one of these Ashley-type people who just keep coming back for more and more because she's just – you want to talk about someone who'd be fun to hang out with? As long as she's not on your bad side, Bibiana's fun to hang out with. Ashley and Bibiana are actually friends, like – with, like through Instagram, like they're like hanging out now, and that would be a fun. Whoa, that would be fun to hang out with them, for sure. And then Josiah and Allie, from night one. Yeah, right away. Hanging out night one. And I like hour that one. The last, the last episode, they were talking about you know whoever they had do the the narration of all the different couples, and like oh yeah, they've been together the longest. <laughs> well, yeah, because he stuck his tongue down her throat like it's basically as soon as they walked in the house. It was pretty much, like, the first hour. Oh, yeah. Like, and then Dean and Leslie. So I'm not sure how to feel about that because he continues to be Dean. And he tries to Dean himself out of every... He's the same person as he was in Paradise. And that was his big thing is he wasn't going to be that person. And he's the same exact person. Yeah, Avoiding so- questions, no eye contact, indecisive. Everything has to be pulled out of him. Yeah. For, you know, she's looking for any sort of, you know, whatever drinking word you want to use here, you know. Validation. Validation, whatever you want to use. And it's like pulling teeth with him. He doesn't want to say anything. But you can kind of see, like, she gets annoyed with it. And she shows the annoyance. And she's just, like, rolls her eyes. And she's you know just I, mean? like, I just thought she was going to get up and walk away. Yeah. Which, when you had, like, Christina and D-Lo or whatever, they were just like, oh. Like sweet, being sweet towards him, but she's just like, I don't know, like, what do you want? Like, what's your decision? And calling him out on it, and still no decisions. But that's what I got from Winter Games. Winter Games. Uh, we have two more episodes, so we have a big week. We've got the Women Tell All, mm-hmm. then we've got Fantasy Suites, then two episodes of Winter Games, the final two. Yeah, so we'll have eight hours oh to recap with you next week. <laughs> oh, and Carly and Evan had their baby. Yes! So cute. Uh, it was like his name, but a f- female. What was it? Uh, um, the, f- the first name was Isabella, but the middle name was... Like Evelyn? Yes. Right? Yeah. Something, something with the Ev. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yay! Good news in Bachelor World. It's not all bad. Not all breaking up and... Doing stuff, Not so maybe always. they can be the new, uh, what's their face, uh, Sean and what's his name? What's Catherine. Name? Yeah, them. Jaden Tanner. Yeah, oh, well, we're more, going li- more like Jaden Tanner, probably. Yeah. 
So yay for good news. But so back if- to sad news, actually. Uh-oh. But Ben just in the previews, just to go back to Winter Games, Ben Higgins just looks like he loses it over that he's not over Lauren. And that's the coming attraction for Winter Games this week. Ben, I've been a long time defender of you. Don't make me regret it. Please move on. She has apparently with her ex-boyfriend. So Yeah, it looks like a lot of tears are coming from <sighs> Ben this week. I just Come don't on, do ben. it. Yeah, step up. I know, whatever. Us podcasters need to stick together. So get over her. Move on. Plenty of ladies out there that want to find themselves. There's a new prop with Ari's. Right? Ladies, try one of those. I mean, since he's already doing these offshoots, we might even see him in paradise. I thought usually you don't get the Bachelor or Bachelorettes, but clearly he's opened that door. Maybe he'll go for the next Lauren B. Oh, God. If Lauren doesn't win. (sighs) Okay. Well, on that note. Thank you if you stuck through all the Winter Game stuff. We really appreciate it. And again, it's at Bachelor Podcast on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And you can find us on iTunes. And please like and subscribe and all the stuff you hear from everyone. But hopefully Christine's back. And so if you go on our, our Twitter, give her, send her some, some good messages and some vibes. And we need her back here steering, steering the ship so you can listen to less of me. Uh, but Katie, thank you so much for getting through all this Bachelor craziness. Eight-hour recap next week. Stick with us. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.